he took a further survey of his rock prison. He was perplexed with the transparent beings who were rushing in the opposite direction. Another visual sweep confirmed his suspicions that he was in an enormous cave, so large, in fact, that he couldn't see its distant side, even in the intense but short-lived light. The ceiling soared roughly fifty feet and was adorned with countless stalactites that perpetually released mineral-rich droplets to the ground. Three water bugs climbed his pants. He wildly shook his leg. Unsuccessful in dropping them, he brushed them to the floor where they raced to the wall and buried themselves among the dead branches. Seeing more water bugs at his feet, he jumped on top of the boulder and resumed his surveillance of the cave in the fading light. He suspected that the transparent inhabitants were human. But at the same time, he harbored some doubts. During the latest beam of natural light, he noticed that unlike the rest of their bodies, the being's eyes were not transparent. Still sitting on the rock, he easily looked through one cave dweller and into another being behind it. How come I never saw these semi-humans in the parallel world, he thought. He was still comparing the two worlds when another blaze of light filled the cave. His eyes were immediately drawn to a large dirt mound where the glow originated. A golden chest materialized atop the incline. Intrigued, he jumped from the boulder. The ground shook unexpectedly. Thousands of partially transparent beings were dashing in the direction of the dirt mound. The cave dwellers ruthlessly competed against one another in pursuit of the prized golden chest. Then it hit him. This must be why the inhabitants retained their eyesight. As he watched the quest for the prize unfold, he observed the lead inhabitant, now only inches from the golden chest, extend his see-through arm to claim his reward. The chest vanished. After a period of darkness, another burst of light exposed the prize on a cave wall alongside a pool of stagnant water. The semi-humans raced from the dirt mound to the wall where the golden chest was wedged among the dead branches. I wonder what's in the chest, he thought. Maybe a priceless treasure? Maybe it holds the key to a plush and carefree life. Before he knew it, he was in the midst of the cave dwellers darting to the golden chest. Questions about the inhabitants' ability and agility, not to mention Dan's curiosity if they were penetrable, were quickly answered. He was savagely pushed in all directions by the beings in their relentless quest of the valued object. As a cave dweller reached for the prize, the golden chest vanished with the light. With the temporary halt of the stampede, silence permeated the damp cave. Dan and his co-inhabitants anxiously awaited the next burst of radiance. He surveyed the dim area and spotted the cave's exit only a short distance from where he stood. My way out, he thought. The passageway was roughly six feet high and equally as wide, large enough for him to walk through with ease. Moreover, the escape path was free of the gnarled branches and the unsightly water bugs. He had only taken two steps in the direction of the exit when he was distracted by another surge of light. His thoughts switched from the passageway to the golden chest that had reappeared on top of a large rock. In his reckless dash to the boulder, together with the thousands of other potential possessors, he thought, Wow, Mom, Dad, and William would be so excited if I grabbed the golden chest and fulfilled all of our family's dreams. He quickened his pace and rammed his way near the front of the mob. William has probably been thrown into this miserable place, too, along with Father James and Sam, he thought. I mean, I saw the tree limbs grab William and Father James in the church. A sobering reality hit him as he questioned inwardly, What's wrong with me? Why am I obsessed with the golden chest when my brother and friends could be in danger? 
he redirected his attention and focused on the exit, which, thanks to his recent sprint to the golden object, was now a great distance away. Halfway into his passageway retreat, he stopped. Could William, Sam, Father James, and Brad Blaze be somewhere in this cave? He thought. As he looked about, his thoughts continued. This place is enormous. It'll take hours, if not days, to search every inch. He turned from the exit and began what he feared most, advancing into the isolated regions of the shadowy cave. With each burst of brilliance at regular intervals, he scanned the area for any beings that were not transparent. With the ability to look through one being and into another, it took only a few minutes for him to realize that there were countless semi-humans quarantined in the cave. As much as he dreaded exploring the remote areas, the likelihood of his friends being in danger forced him to extend his search. After what seemed like a four-hour hike and inspection of the terrain,